Hi, welcome to Hello Joy podcast, where we discuss life in our 20s, relationships and love, faith and self-care, and all the shower thoughts. I'm your host, Danielle Robinson, and thank you so much for joining me today. This is my first official podcast and the first official episode of this podcast. I'm just going to jump straight into this and I've been meaning to make a podcast for years now at this point I think seriously I've been wanting to make it for maybe two years two or three years and just never got around to it but I can happily say that we are finally here and it's happening. I'm just going to do it. I don't know what I've been waiting for, why it's taking so long, but here we are. So today I want to, oh, let me start over. It was my 21st birthday. I just celebrated my 21st birthday on Monday. Today is Thursday, March 2nd, 2023. I celebrated February 27th, that's my birthday. I had such a wonderful, wholesome time with my family. We went out to dinner and I really enjoyed my birthday this year. And while I was preparing for my birthday and kind of thinking about being 21, turning 21, I wanted to reflect on specifically being 20 and how this past year has influenced me, impacted me, what have I learned, what do I need to unlearn, all of the good stuff. And so I journaled a bit. I tried to plan out this first podcast episode and I wanted to share what I wrote in my journal. Not that I don't think that that is a good thing to share, but it is a bit personal and we're going to get personal on this podcast for sure. Don't worry about that. But I just felt like right now the best use of this episode and introduction is to share some of those reflective things that I've been pondering on since I've been thinking about you know, being 20 and all the years leading up to 20. So today, all that to say, <laughs> um, I wanted to talk about and discuss four self-care acts that I've learned in the past four months that have kept me grounded through these last four months. And these last four months have been a bit difficult for me for multiple reasons, but we'll get into that a little bit later or in another episode. So the first topic, so the four main self-care acts that I've taken away from in those last four months are as follows. Number one, drink your water. Number two, protect your peace. Number three, mind your business. And number four, 
love unapologetically. Topic one, drink your water. This one encapsulates many different types of self-care. I put this here as the first one so we could get the physical types of self-care out the way. But drink your water means exactly what it sounds like. Uh, very, um, just honestly, like leave your water bottle on your nightstand and drink some water the first thing in the morning when you wake up. That's something that I do. Um, and another thing I do is I bring my water bottle with me everywhere. And I think that that's really helped me to stay hydrated throughout the day. I honestly like to think about it like treating treating it like it's my phone, treating my water bottle like it's my phone, that you're not gonna go many places without your phone, and especially in this this day and age. So why would you through without your water bottle? So those are some very literal things um, about drink your water. But another thing that you can do that is related to your physical health would be, I like to call them hot girl walks. Um, that's not just me. It's not that I just like to call them that, but that was a term, um, I think deemed on TikTok or something some years ago, probably during the pandemic shutdown when we couldn't do anything but walk outside, go on walks. So a hot girl walk pretty much just means that you go on a walk and, and you try to make it part of your routine, maybe... Like, it depends on what your schedule is like, but if you could get outside every day or every other day, a couple times a week. But you go on this walk. I like to go on these walks without my phone. I think that that's a big part of the, it being a quote-unquote hot girl walk. It's, you know, if this is a walk that's supposed to be rejuvenating. And lately I've just been feeling like my phone has been so draining and it's taken a lot of mental and physical energy and it just exerts a lot and i get consult so consumed with everything that i'm hearing online that i have absolutely no space for my own thoughts and i don't like that honestly also i apologize if you hear the fan of my computer just going off. It's, there's too many functions happening right now, so it's a little warm, but anyway, yeah, I I don't like to not be able to think about my own thoughts and just be with myself. Um, you know, I've just been really, the last couple of months, What's been really important to me is thinking about my consumption, what I what I consume in my daily has a huge impact on my mental and physical health. And I just want to be more intentional about it. And I encourage you all to be as well. So the next topic we have here is protect your peace. This also can mean so many things and it's it's so personal to you. And I would just really encourage you to write down, you know, just take some time out of your day to write down 
some things that you can do to protect your peace and post that somewhere so you can remind yourself. It's so easy to be in a situation where your peace is disturbed and you're not sure, you're unsure of what to do or or you allow your emotions to take control and oh sorry about that. <laughs> you allow your emotions to take control when you could have done something to prevent that or have some coping mechanisms to help with that. So my first thing that I have under Protect Your Peace is, this is for me personally, but I I really just want to spend intentional time with the Lord. I'm a faithful individual. Um, I'm a Christian. I... I need to spend time in the word. I need to spend time hearing from God and just sitting with him, meditating with him, communing with him because I realize that my peace, it, it comes from him. He is the source of that ultimately. And there are so many external you know, worldly things that I could look to, to protect my peace. And these are all great things that we have control over. But the bottom line is that we don't have control over every aspect of our lives or all the, of the things that happen to us. And that's when, not not just then, I mean, we should seek God all the time, or at least I, I want to seek God all the time. But those are especially the moments where I rely on the Lord and seek guidance. And so just spending intentional time with him helps to protect my peace from all of the dangers that come my way. The next thing I would say is be slow. Oh, this is so good. <laughs> this is so good, you guys. Be slow to anger and slash protect, or sorry, slash practice being less reactive. This is so big. I cannot express that enough. I don't remember when this was. I want to say beginning of January of this year, 2023, I prayed and asked God to help me be less reactive, especially in situations that should not exert mental energy from me or situations that don't pertain to me or even if they do, just shouldn't hold space in my life. And what I noticed is that immediately after I asked God for that, I started being put in situations where my my emotions were being tested and my composure and maturity was being tested. And I'm wondering why, I'm questioning why, I question that. Why, 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 why? I asked to, to be less reactive, God, but you are putting me in situations where all I want to do is react. <laughs> um, and one thing that I just, I came to this realization is that you need to be put in, if you ask for something, you can't automatically think it's going to be that way with the snap of a finger. God is putting me in these situations for me to practice being less reactive. He's not just going to do all the work. Like this is a this is a two-way street here. 
<laughs> so I had to be very grateful and I still am being very grateful of the situations that do seem like they are very disturbing of my my peace and my health and honestly just thank God for it because this is just a part of the growth and development of my character. Wow, the fan of my computer is really going off right now. So hopefully that's not a bother. But anyway, the next thing under protector piece here is friends, 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 people. Okay, friends and just people you surround yourself with it needs to be intentional, it needs to be. I had a conversation today with, not a huge long conversation, but I had a conversation today with some friends of mine while we were eating getting lunch and we were talking about how it's more difficult it seems more difficult to end a relief uh sorry end a friendship with someone or cut someone off I don't know if cutting off is like the right term or just like removing someone from your life I think is really what it's happening um we were talking about how it, it sometimes it feels more difficult to um, separate from a friendship than it is a relationship, like a long-term committed relationship, not a long-term, but just a committed relationship. And because when you have like a breakup with someone romantically, it's not always a clean cut split, but it's, I don't know, it seems a bit, uh, I don't want to say it's easier. It really, it's not easier, I guess, emotionally, but with a friend, it's almost harder to just break up with a friend because you're not with them all the time and so it seems like oh breaking up with me or like not being my friend anymore it seems extra because it's not the it's not even like they were so involved in your life anyway in the way a romantic partner would be if that makes any sense so after we talked about this a little bit I I brought up the question or not the question but the statement of normalize removing people from your life who no longer align with you which is so difficult of a task and will probably take a lot of reflecting just to see who exactly you want to surround yourself with who are the people that fire you up and are big supporters of you in your life I think it's very normal to grow out of friendships and relationships, but it's so hard for us to do anything about it, you know? And if something isn't serving you anymore, then let it go. And there's a lot of, I mean, I was gonna say that there's there's a lot that goes into the process of that, like the thought process of that. And maybe there is, depending on the circumstances. But if it doesn't feel good, let it go. So, that yeah, that was my next point, was kind of surround yourself with others that operate on the same frequency as you. This is just kind of the just building off of the last point. You want to find people who match your energy and who can 
be on the same frequency as you intellectually. Not that you need to... Not that you need to seek people who are, like, as smart as you. That's not exactly what I'm saying, but... Who are just aligned with you, you know? Who get you, who understand you, who are going to be, you know, fans and um, cheerleaders of you in your life. And you can reciprocate that energy. And that aren't draining you. Who aren't holding you back from your your potential, basically. But people who see your potential and help you, you know, get there. One quote I saw, I don't remember where I saw this from. I think it was on TikTok. I, that's another conversation we need to have about TikTok and that's going to be a new a different episode but because I just spend way too much time on that and it seems so unhealthy but anyway something I heard on there was don't take advice from someone you wouldn't change places with or wouldn't swap lives with and I put this under the protect your peace because I think so often we can take things so personally from people or or they will say something that just triggers us but do do a little inspecting there <laughs> do a little inspecting and say now is this the type of person that I genuinely want to take advice from is this someone who I look up to is this a role model model is this a mentor or is this someone who may have some of their own personal insecurities that might be projecting onto you and you may not need to take personally, you know, if you wouldn't want to be them, if you knew their routine, if you could assume their routine or if you know their routine and you could swap lives with them and have that routine every day, would you do it? If the answer is no, really, really then sit with the advice they gave or a comment or suggestion they made toward or criticism you know they make towards you really think about that and th that I think will help with the first point of, or the second point of being less reactive being slow to anger the Bible says be slow to anger um, taking that pause I think is very important in the process of protecting your peace because we can so blindly go into situations and blindly let our emotions take control that we get so disturbed so easily so the next topic that is so similar to this is mind your business mind your business <laughs> whoa um the past few months have been so difficult for me to mind my business what is that um one thing I implemented into my routine is no social media for the first hour of me waking up in the morning. And I want to get to a point where I also don't go on social media for the last hour before going to bed at night. But at least for now, I have the routine. I look at my phone. Um... My mom every morning, I love this, my mom every morning sends me and my siblings and my dad a YouTube video and it's a, it's not the same video every day, it, it's, a, it's a morning prayer and it's about 10 minutes long and there are multiple different morning prayers every day, they upload one every morning. And 
that's the first thing I'll do instead of social media. I mean, I guess that's a part of YouTube. I don't know if YouTube, you consider that really social media, I guess. But that's the only thing I go on it for. I just listen to it. I put my speaker, I plug my speaker in and I listen to that 10 minute morning prayer. And it's just, that's how I start my day. You know, I, I'm getting ready. I'm listening to that word and just no checking Snapchat, no checking Instagram, no checking TikTok. Because I think it's so important to have your own thoughts, especially right for, right when you wake up. You don't want to be consumed with other people's thoughts, other people's thoughts of you, what they think about your lifestyle, what they think that you need to be doing, what you shouldn't be doing. It's so much. It's an influx of information that is corrupting your brain in the morning, and we all do it. But an encouragement is to just take that time in the morning for yourself, for God, for peace, for preparation, all of that. Um, the next point I have undermine your business is don't keep checking their socials. Um, yeah, this is a big one, and that is just a that's self-explanatory. If there's someone in your life who, you know, maybe an ex, a situationship, a friend who did you dirty or something I don't know an enemy front of me you just because you have access you may have access to their social life online does not mean you need to look at it it doesn't mean that it's there it's there <laughs> period it's there but you do not need to you do not need to dive deep into the, the social realm of their life because honestly, it just goes back to protecting your peace. All you're doing is hurting yourself further by checking up on your ex. That's really <laughs> too personal right now, too relatable, but it hurts. And whether you consciously think that or not, it's hurting you. It's like stab. Okay, I was gonna say like a stab wound. It's like you're picking a scab over and over, and you're opening up a new um, scab whenever you do that. You know, you're closing. You close a door, and then you just open it right back up. And that's not fair. It's not fair to you. It's not fair to your mental health. It's not fair to your energy. Any all of that. It's not fair. Um. And the next point related to that is the more time and energy you focus on other people and what they have going on, the less time and energy you put into yourself and what you got going on. And that is so real. That is just so real. That is all I have to say about that one. You know, we spend so much, I spend, I don't know if I keep, I don't know if I should keep saying we or not. I don't know if anyone else is, is feeling this or not, but I spend so much time worried about what other people are doing what they're not doing and I'm comparing myself for what if I spent if I took all of that time to just work on myself and all the things I want to improve on I would be way happier way more satisfied with my life and the last point is just to not take things so personally I take everything personally um I I don't know it's 
it's hard not to when you feel like your character is questioned or you're being attacked. But the moments where I just, I, I look at things from an objective standpoint, I realize I'm happier in those times. Or I am able to let something go a lot faster, a lot easier. I'm able to see things from both sides. It, it's, it's such a healthier practice to have. And just an encouragement is to practice that. It's just to work on that, not to anything so personally. Because a lot of the times when people are saying things to you or doing things that disturb your peace, they are doing that either intentionally to disturb your peace, but or or they're not, but regardless, they've disturbed it. Um, the root of that, though, is most likely their own insecurity, and they're projecting it onto you, or they are feeling some type of way about where you are in life, and are haters, they're straight up haters. Say bye to the haters, please. Please. Um, and that's all I have to say about that one. Now the last point we have is my favorite one, I think. <laughs> I don't know. But it's love unapologetically. I personally am a huge lover girl. I love people. I love to love. I love the idea of love. I love being in love. Um, I have... I need to quit saying, um, you know, <laughs> I have, when I look back in the last, you know, as I've been reflecting, like I said previously, I've been reflecting on the last, my last 20 years on earth. And I can say I've been in love from what I know love to be up until this point in my life. I've been in love twice. Uh, once when I was 17, 17, 18. And again, pretty recently, in the last year, and I love it. I really do. I love being super feminine and really, really comforting that feminine side of me because I it didn't I didn't see it that much, or it didn't it wasn't as prominent in my life. I didn't feel like it. It was. Um, before I got into the relationships that I did where I really got to cultivate and celebrate that feminine side of me. And I love that side of me. I love all sides of me, but that it's just, I love to love. And it's, and if you love to love, don't let better people, bitter people take away from the love you have to give to this world because we need more love lovers in the world. We need more people to be kind and understanding and compassionate and if you were hurt or bruised or wounded betrayed by someone or people in your life or are currently that is that's a difficult position to be in where you feel like you can't really love or you can't love them or you can't you can't just you can't give love because you're you feel like you're not receiving it and i just have to say that god loves you and there are so many people in this world that love you whether you feel like you're being loved by a certain person or group of people or not someone's yelling outside 
I'm in a college dorm, by the way. This is where I live, so there's going to be lots of background noise. Anyway, it's hard to still have love for someone who hurt you, but it's possible and it's doable and a piece that goes along with the loving is forgiveness forgiving people forgive and learning how to forgive genuinely takes time do not try to force yourself to forgive too soon because then you'll just have animosity and resentment build up take time with yourself give yourself space and the time to heal healing is very important but all that to say love is such a gift that we've been given and I don't I everyone can love I know that that's possible so I just I just feel like we don't take initiative to really comfort and nurture that's the word I'm looking for nurture that side of ourselves, that loving side of ourselves, and have that be the prominent part of our character. It's so easy to be angry. It's a lot easier to be angry and mean and bitter and hurt. But once we are able to acknowledge and recognize where that hurt may come from, you know, whether that be an insecurity or trauma, something, it's a lot easier to nurture that part of yourself and love that part of yourself as opposed to being angry so that is my encouragement to everyone and myself i'm speaking to me i'm speaking to me this podcast is about all of us and these are just some things that i've been learning so just to recap the four acts of self-care that have helped me kept have, that helped me that have helped kept me grounded these last four months are drink your water, protect your peace, mind your business, and love unapologetically. Thank you so much for listening to the first episode of this podcast. I love you. I'm praying for you. And I hope you enjoyed.